When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Being a footballer and a cricketer, started their career uh, under the name Jess Cameron, finished it under the name Jess Duffin, who's done just about everything you can do. Represented three clubs at the AFLW level, yours being the last. Yes. Real standard setter for Hawthorne in its... First year in the competition, played cricket for Australia, represented you know, many a team um, in domestic competitions uh, here. Um, but arguably the most remarkable thing that Jess Duffin's done is play, I'm not sure how much of her final season in the AFLW, <laughs> not carrying a slightly dodgy hammy, <laughs> not, not, not dealing with a slightly grisly knee. Mm. No, no, she played pregnant. And she's given it away, and she's now going to settle in and get ready to deliver child number two. Uh, Jess, it's a, it's a remarkable story. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. When did you um when did you find out you're pregnant? Um, I believe it was about round two. Right. Um. So <laughs> yeah, a fair, a fair way back. <laughs> and and when you found out, did was it? Did you contemplate um, not playing? Um, I did and I didn't. I had uh, one one doctor um, tell me that it would be fine to play, um, and then I got advice from another two um, just to make 100% sure. So, um, yeah, I was pretty confident after speaking to all three doctors that everything would be okay. Um, but yeah, um, I was happy to continue, and, and my husband was happy for me to continue, and that that's pretty much um, all that mattered. And if you can just share the feedback with us, because I mean, to to me, it would seem like it's such a physical, brutal game that there would be some element of risk. Um, yeah, it was pretty much explained to me because I was obviously very early pregnant. Um, it would have to be um, pretty much like having a car crash, that kind of impact. Um, so right. I was pretty confident. And then obviously I asked about, you know, the further you go along, um, you know, the risk factors involved and stuff. And um, they basically said to me that up until 12 weeks, um, yeah, it would, it would pretty much have to be a quite significant impact um, because obviously where the baby was sitting at the time um, was quite protected. So when you go out and play, so you've got all that information, you've, you've, you've triple checked it and you're confident and comfortable in your own mind that, you know, everything's good to go. Then when you get out there and start playing, and you know you, you see a ball kicked on top of your head, and you've got to turn around and go back the other way. It's like, and there's oncoming traffic. And it, did the thought ever cross your mind in any of the? I don't know how many games you would have played. Must have played six or seven games, knowing you were pregnant, I guess. But did you? Did the thought ever cross your mind when you're actually out there? Um, no, it didn't. Um, if if anyone knows me as a footballer, um, and my family tell me all the time, I, I don't really go in and get a, a tackle anyway. So right. um, I run in the, I run in the other direction. So now I was pretty confident that um, yeah, nothing would happen. Now we Gazy's uh, beautiful wife has had uh, four children, and and my beautiful yeah. wife's had three, and you know, we've both been involved in that on the you know not to the same level that, that you're involved, Jess, <laughs> in, in in that sort of you know transaction. But we've seen, yeah, we've seen our partners um, 
you know, a bit crook in the early stages of a pregnancy, you know, the, yep. the old you know, morning sickness and all of that. Did you ever wake up any mornings of a game or training days? You just, you know, feeling crook and you had to push through or did you have any impacts in those last seven or eight weeks of the season? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, I was quite, I never threw up, um, which is probably a good thing, but I, I felt nauseous. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much from the time that I found out all the way through to probably even a week ago, um, I started to feel a little bit better. So um, there were times, but I guess that's why I told um, Beck quite early on that I was pregnant, um, just so that if anything was to happen last minute or um, I wasn't up to it, at least she knew why. Um, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really important. I kind of had a really good connection with Beck pretty much from the start. So I was quite confident in telling her um, and just being aware of, what might and might not happen. So um, like any other woman um, going through pregnancy, sometimes you just got to push through. Um, and that's kind of what I did. <laughs> that's great. It is great. So you know what it's like to be part of a team. You've been part of some great teams over your um, really decorated sporting career. Oh, I saw the video. Um, I think Hawthorne must have put it out yesterday of you telling the group. When did you, when did you let them know that bub number two was on the way? Uh, so I told them um, a day or two after the Fremantle game, so after our last game. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was unsure of telling them or um, how to tell them. Um, but, yeah, I, <laughs> I kind of came up with a way with Beck, and I guess, um, yeah, the girls were quite surprised by it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a nice little video. And what about your long-term plans? You've retired, and but do you, do you still, when you get through this pregnancy, mm. do you still think that, well, maybe in a, in a year or two, then maybe I can pull them back on and have another go around. Um, not football. Um, I think I, I've passed footy. I think um, footy and cricket are obviously two very different sports and um, footy is a bit more brutal on the body and all these young kids coming through now, little whippersnippers running through the <laughs> midfield. So, um, yeah, I'm quite content with being done with, with footy. But, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't um, retired um, or anything from, from cricket. I've kind of left that store a little bit open. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And um, I haven't played cricket now for, you know, over 18 months. So um, by the time I was to come back, it would be nearly two years. So, um, yeah, we'll just have to work that one out when it comes closer to the season um, reckon, next year round. I reckon that'll be some interest to your old team, the Renegades. I think they'll be quite keen to get you back into the mix uh, as soon as they possibly can. Just on the Hawks, Jess, you, you know, they, uh, you know, Beck and the crew would have brought you in you know, for a whole lot of reasons, A, to have you play footy and be an important player for them, which which you were, but to, to but also to, you know, first year in, set a bit of a standard and, and help build a culture as quickly as they possibly can. I don't think expectations were very high for the Hawks coming in this season. Absolutely exceeded all of them. Were you surprised by what Hawthorne was able to do in its first AFLW season? Um, oh, not at all. The, the way that, um, you know, Beck and the group there spoke about how they wanted to play and what their expectations were throughout the season, um, I was quite confident that um, we would win a few games along the way. So I think we've exceeded um, outside thoughts um, and, and the outside noise uh, expectations, but certainly from an inside um, group, we were, we were always expecting to win some games along the way. So, um, yeah, I guess coming in, you, you never want to, um, put a season down as not making finals or anything like that. And so when we went in, that was that was our aim all along was to make finals. So, um, yeah, I guess I guess 
other people saw it differently. Yeah, absolutely. and how have you seen just the evolution of the game? You've been with three different cl- clubs, and you've uh, the, the league is making these radical improvements year in year out. Uh, how do you see it? Are you still comfortable with everything's had? There's been a bit of turmoil about the finals and. Perhaps uh, the girls not getting the same level of respect that they deserve. How do you see it all? Yeah, look, I think it's an interesting conversation to have. Um, we're certainly getting better as an AFLW group. Um, you can see the kids coming in now are, are ready. Um, they're ready to play football. Um, and obviously they've had all the underage football and um, programs as well to come through. So the skills um, are, get, are certainly getting better um, and they're obviously going to get better and better now throughout the season. So, um, you know, I just think that any time you can put an AFLW um, game on, on a big stadium, um, why not? So, um, yeah, hopefully in the future there'll be a few more games at Marvel and the MCG um, and the like. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, and would you be okay playing? Because there's some, you know, some, some people say it's a bit disrespectful mm. to put an AFLW game on as, as a curtain raiser to a men's game or, or vice versa. Are, are you? Would you be comfortable, you know, being part of a double header on a, on a game day with with the with the men. Um, personally, yeah, not obviously not speaking for the whole yep. AFLW group, but um, personally, yeah, I think it's it's a very good idea. Um, we saw the evolution of uh, the big bash, the women's big bash, through that sort of um, I guess viewing, and more people will come to the game just because you know the the way the um, VFL were playing before the the men's AFL games, they got a lot of people as well. So um, yeah, I think it would just be you know I'd be happy, I'd be very comfortable with it. Well, you got a few other things uh, you need to um, sort of sort you, yep. sort your way through before any of any thing about pulling the um, you know the, <laughs> the pads back on or having a cricket bat in your hand. Uh, congratulations on what you're able to do this year. It was pretty remarkable what um, you and the Hawks were able to achieve. And um, thanks for coming on the show. Good luck with everything in front of you, Jess. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. All the best, Jess Stuff, an absolute superstar yep. of the women's game, cricket and footy.